Hello everybody and welcome to the SI Digest. We run through the biggest esports business related news stories of the week. I'm your host Tom Daniels, the sub-editor of Esports Insider. And today we have five huge news stories from the world of esports business. So in today's SI Digest we're going to be covering Pokemon co-founding RTS and being announced as its chief creative officer. ESL Gaming and Immutable X announcing an NFT partnership. Dinuyan's appointment as Team Vitality's Head of Business Development. Blast Premier announcing eight partners for the four final Copenhagen. And finally, we're going to be talking about Face Clan going public and set to be listed on the stock exchange. But before I jump into this digest, I do want to thank our sponsors for this episode, Embuzz Esports and BK Republic of Gamers. Embuzz Esports enables the use of its telco infrastructure to enhance its clients in the Middle East. In October, the company partnered with esports organization BK Republic of Gamers to create a new pro team in Saudi Arabia. For its second phase, the esports organization will use its expertise to support MBuzz Esports' MEA expansion before finally going into phase three, which is Africa. In addition, MBuzz Esports has in the pipeline a tournament program in line with the FIFA World Cup 2022 and the Riyadh season 2022. If you do want to find out more about MBuzz and BK Republic of Gamers' partnership, then head over to their their respective websites. So let's get into the digest. Office of the SI Digest sees the launch of a new talent management and brand consultancy company, RTS, which has actually been co-founded by streamer Pokimane. As well as being the company's co-founder, Pokimane will also serve as RTS's chief creative officer. By only just launching, some of the brands already involved with RTS include Epic Games for the Fortnite World Cup and Facebook. Moreover, the firm will also own and manage the Evolution Championship Series, which is EVO, alongside Sony. Joining Pokemon at RTS is the likes of Stuart Saw, who's formerly of Twitch, as he has been announced as the company's new CEO. Kim Fan has also been announced as RTS's COO, and Stuart Lee as the VP of Talent Management. Finally, Jason Soriano has been announced as the firm's VP of Sales and Partnerships. This is a huge announcement by Pokemon, and she looks to further develop in the esports and gaming industry, going into the business side of things, in the more the management and the consultancy side of the esports industry. We're starting to see more and more of these type of companies develop as esports continues to grow, more money becomes to be involved, and more representation is needed, not just from the content creators and the athletes, but through brands, which are also looking to integrate themselves into the sector. Behind Pokemon is an experienced backroom staff of B2B in industry experts within the sector and so I think that that's a really big positive for the launch of this company. Also already collaborating with the likes of Facebook and Epic Games really helps and having Sony and Evos along, Evo sorry, along your side I think is a great start for the company. It'd be very interesting to see how all of these entities which I've mentioned, how their structure changes, how their partnership opportunities change and also whether we're going to see individuals also start to come into this company alongside you know, organizations and teams as well. It's a really big opportunity uh, to enter into this space. And I think it'd be very interesting to see where this company goes in the future. Our second story of the SI Digest sees ESL Gaming announce an NFT-specific partnership with Immutable X. As a result of the deal, the tournament organizer will introduce an NFT platform that enables fans and supporters to buy, sell, and in exchange ESL Pro Tour-specific NFT assets. According to release, ESL Pro Tour fans will be able to mint and exchange these NFTs through Immutable X in a reportedly secure, carbon-neutral way. Also, it has not been revealed exactly what these ESL Pro 
Protot NFTs will be or when they will be released. Now, while this is the first ESO NFT platform, the tournament organizer has dabbled with NFTs in the past. Earlier this year, they launched the IEM Cologne Pog Collection, which was a series of digital collectibles celebrating the history of the CSGO event. Despite only recently coming into prominence, I do think that NFTs have become heavily integrated within the esports community, especially as a form of fan engagement is what we're seeing kind of recently with these recent drops from multiple esports organizations. So it does kind of make sense for ESL to make a platform to help the development, the production, and obviously the exchanging and buying of NFTs specifically for the ESL Pro Tour. I think right now it's hard to judge the success of what this NFT platform would be. We do not know the price, we do not know the NFTs, and we also do not know kind of how many people are going to be interested in this. And that's kind of the risk, I think, with NFTs in general. It's all about fan demand, and if the fan demand is there, then this partnership could definitely be lucrative. Our third story of the ESI Digest sees Team Vitality appoint Dai Nguyen, formerly of AS Monaco, as its new head of business development. According to the release, Nguyen will be responsible for building relationships with the organization's existing partners alongside growing Team Vitality's revenue. Like a lot of Team Vitality's recent hires, Nguyen comes from a very traditional sports background, spanning across football and basketball. Nguyen has worked within the sponsorship and business development department of AS Monaco and Paris Saint-Germain. Moreover, he was also the director of global partnerships in the EME region for the NBA. I think Nguyen's experience with working with some of the biggest clubs in France will also help when it comes to securing partnerships and also, like as he was appointed to, to develop the revenue opportunities. Be really interested to see what partnerships come through. And I do think that with this massive traditional sporting background staff, which they've kind of developed re in recent years, really, that we're going to see a lot more kind of traditional sporting partnerships coming into Team Vitality as well. Our penultimate story on the Airside Digest sees Blast announce eight new partners for its upcoming Blast Premier 4 final Copenhagen CSGO event. Partnering with Blast Premier for the event include El Giganten, Kia, AP Moller, Mersac, Greater Copenhagen, KPMG, Steramol, Omen, and Xbox. According to the release, all of these partners will be featured throughout the event via a number of fan engagement initiatives, giveaways, and a designated space at the venue. What's really interesting about this announcement is that out of the eight partners, three of them are partnering with Blast Premier for the first time, and those include Kia, AP Moller, and Xbox. I think the announcement of all these partners, which I believe takes the commercial portfolio of the event up to 13 separate partners highlights kind of two major things. Firstly, the kind of development of Blast Premier being able to bring in not just kind of new non-endemic partners and a big partner in Kia who has long associated itself now with esports, particularly in League of Legends, but also the fact that they're managing to retain partners as well, which shows kind of support for Blast Premier and previous events that they have done. Also, it kind of does show the influence of having a LAN event and actually having virtual and physical activations being able to take place. And I think that that is a big selling point for a lot of these partners, as you can see when it was announced of what they were kind of beginning through these partnerships, that, you know, physical integration was a major part mentioned in that. So it really kind of highlights 
two things, the growth of Blast Premier and also the return of LAN events really having, I think, a bit more of a commercial impact compared to having a virtual event as well. Our final story of the Inside Digest is a huge story that happened right at the beginning of the week, but I had to include it because of its significance. And it is the fact that FaZe Clan has announced details of a merger with B. Riley Principal 150 Merger Corporation. What is significant about this deal is that if the merger is successful, the company will become a publicly listed company on NASDAQ in the following months. In terms of financial figures, FaZe Clan will receive a huge cash injection of $291 million. These funds will be used to finance FaZe Clan's growth, which includes expanding its presence across content, gaming, entertainment, consumer products, and the metaverse. Throughout 2021, we've seen a range of esports organizations and entities become publicly listed as they look to go onto the stock exchange and to gain more of a financial boost because of the growth of the esports industry as well. But I would say that none are quite as big as what is happening now with FaZe Clan. This is a huge merger with a company and it is also a huge kind of statement of intent for the esports industry. Now, I know that some question kind of whether FaZe Clan is more of like an entertainment company or an esports company, but either way, they are associated with esports, and I think this puts a lot of eyes on the industry as well. And it'd be really interesting to see how FaZe Clan does compared to other more traditional esports organizations on the stock market as well. But only time will tell. And that's it for this week's Inside Digest. If you do want to follow up on any of the stories that I've covered, then don't forget to head over to Esports Insider's website. Also, don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, subscribe to us on YouTube, and wherever you are listening to me from now. But until next week, I'll see you then.